We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Derek and Cody, with you as always. Guys, we are going to talk about through the first two weeks what guys on the roster bubble we thought impressed us that might be able to increase their chances of making it on this roster. A couple different names here, a couple different positions. Uh, most of these are actually from the defensive side, so... Uh, very impressive indeed when it comes to a couple of these different names. And, you know, Cody, we mentioned this guy's name every time we do a topic like this. We Over the last two or three years, we have constantly been doing it. And I think it's only appropriate that we start with his name again. But this time for a better reason. And this time he is in it for the right reasons. That is Ben Banigou defensive end slash outside linebacker. So we talked about it in the previous video that you and I did. Uh, the article came out from someone in the local media about Banigou taking responsibility for what has transpired over the last few years with him not getting much playing time, talking as well about how the new coaching changes have really opened not only his eyes, but a lot of different guys' eyes to be able to feel more at home and more at peace with themselves and feel more confident in their playing abilities. Well, so far, Ben Banigou has really been showing that in a lot of different ways. He's been making some plays on the field and has been doing all the necessary things to present himself in a better light, staying after practice, doing more drills, things of that nature with some of these other guys. So, from that perspective, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due, right? That Ben Banigou seems to be taking a little bit more of an initiative this offseason. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just wonder what happened. You know, like what would took him so long for it to finally start to click? And again, I can't say anything because he hasn't seen the field. He hasn't even played in a preseason game. So that'll be a little bit more tallied. And, you know, if, if he continues to, you know, do things the right way, maybe he gets a little bit more playing time. But Right now, it's hard for me to say, oh my goodness, this guy's a lock to make the roster. But yeah, you're right. I think initially, he's doing doing the right things. He's saying the right things. 
Seems like he's putting in some of the extra work that he needs to. Because, Derek, we talked about it at the start of camp, before the start of camp, actually, that this is his last, last chance. Like, there are no more chances for Ben Banigou. You know, he very easily could be on the outside looking in when it comes to the 53-man roster cuts. And so we absolutely uh, need for Ben Banigou, or he needs, I guess, for his sake, of staying on the roster to have a strong camp, to put in the extra work, to say the right things, to do the right things, to take that accountability and really start to show that, you know, he, he was, uh, he's worth consideration, I guess, for a roster spot. You know, it's crazy to say from a former high round, second round pick that he may be on the outside looking in, but that's the reality of where he's at right now. So yeah, all that to say, um, I like what he's done so far. But time will tell, you know, uh, talk is cheap and he needs to put in the work and continue to do that and show that he deserves a real chance on this roster. There is an open spot. We've talked about it, that backup Leo position. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe is a starter, obviously, but behind him, it's wide open for a guy like Banigou who, you know, when you look at just his frame, his athletic gifts, it matches very well. But will he be the one that ascends into that potential backup Leo position for the Colts defensive line? Uh, we don't know yet. Yep, absolutely. Only time's going to tell. Let's go into two more defensive linemen here. That is Eric Johnson, the draft pick that the Colts had this year, and Ifity Odenegbo, who is a player that the Colts acclaimed off of uh, free agency uh, just a few weeks ago, actually. So relatively new player as well. But these two guys, different kind of resumes here. Odenigbo, more of a uh, defensive end per se, but he also has had, you know, some uh, success in the NFL before getting here. You know, we remember his days in uh, Cleveland, even though they were short lived, he definitely had a good season, a couple good seasons with them. And Eric Johnson, you and I were there Saturday. Uh, he did fantastic on. Uh, some individual and one-on-one drills. So he's looking to potentially uh, make his name known on the interior of that defensive line where we've seen the question at depth. So what are your thoughts on these two players and their likelihood of making the roster? I feel like good enigma right now. If you're making me choose, you know, the last couple defensive linemen, he's a, he's the first guy up there because yeah. you talked about it, right? He, he has a little bit more of experience at the NFL level. Like he's played games. He started games. He's been productive. Like he had a season a couple of years ago, I believe it was 2019, if I'm not mistaken, where he had seven sacks. So this dude's proven that he can get to the quarterback when given an opportunity. And he's actually shined a couple of times in camp. I believe there was one day where he had two sacks on the day you know so I really think that he could potentially be a sleeper guy that could be a really really solid rotational piece for this Colts defensive line especially defensive end um, you know talking about Banigou like I think if Banigou didn't make it I think I would personally right now go for a guy like Odenabo you know I, I think I really would because he's proven it Banigou has all the talent in the world but Odenabo has Odenabo I can't even say Odenabo but Odin Nigbo has shown it a little bit more, right? Uh, he's shown a little bit more production at the NFL level, and I personally would take that over a guy who has potential to show that, you know? So 
that's kind of my opinion on it. Um, and as far as Eric Johnson goes, we all know that, you know, he was a little bit of a later round pick this year, but he's got some juice to him as well. Yes. Right. He, he has some things that he can offer, you know, and I think he has a real chance to be a nice rotational guy behind Grover Stewart at that one tech. I really think he has a great opportunity and I think he can kind of, you know, play a little three tech too, if needed. So Overall, um, I think both those guys have really shown out. You know, ironically enough, the guy that we were super excited for, at least so far in camp, in Curtis Brooks, we haven't really heard anything about him, which has been quite interesting because I thought we'd hear a lot about him. But it's still early. We'll see. Yep. It's going to be very difficult to have an Odenigbo and Odangbo. And it's, it's going to be very hard if those two both make the roster. That is going to be very hard for not only us, but national media people to be able to remember that. Uh, <laughs> hopefully yeah, exactly. everybody, everybody has their, uh, has their notes and uh, clipboards ready. Cause that <laughs> is going to be a long season of that. I uh, say classic Chris Ballard. He makes a, he makes all the names, on the yes. defensive line, for some reason, extremely hard it to pronounce. Makes them so hard, bro. It's like, gosh, can you pick a regular person's name? Like, <laughs> I mean, where's where's Lawrence Taylor, right? Like, two yeah. uh, first names, right? Just easy, back to back. It, it yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. At least you have pay back there, but you have Ngakwe, you have Odenigbo, you have Odangbo, you had you have Banigu, you had Ture. Like, there's all these ones you're just like, oh my word. What is the <laughs> yeah, deal? It's very, very funny to say the least. Uh, <laughs> let's stick with the defense real, real quick. One more defensive player on this list, and that is Jojo Doman, uh, an undrafted free agent that the Colts acquired who originally was supposed to be was projected to be a fourth maybe even fifth round draft pick it's kind of similar to what the justin ross situation that we remembered uh everyone was wondering ross was a you know projected fifth round draft pick and sure enough went undrafted obviously is out now but jojo in this week didn't shine much in the first week of practices right but then when the pads started coming on Jojo really started showing that aggressive nature and started putting his pads to use. And it was noticeable enough that the local media was mentioning his name several times throughout the week, making some great tackles in 11 on 11 drills. So I think there's a chance that Jojo rounds out the, uh, one of the last few spots with this, uh, linebacker unit. I definitely think that the chance Jojo Doman is a very, very underrated player in my opinion. And he's big, like he's a bigger linebacker that you don't really think about, you know, but he actually shows like, yeah, when the pads come on, he's ready to roll. And so I'm excited for him to hear that he's been, I mean, he's the key out of all the undrafted guys on the linebackers. You know, there's a lot of them the Colts brought in. I think we're most excited for Jojo Doman and what he could potentially do for this Colts defense. Now, obviously I always raise this question. Can he play special teams? We shall see. Um, but I think, you know, as far as guys that have stood out, I think he certainly helped his case for, you know, potentially fighting for that final linebacker spot, depending how many the Colts do keep. Uh, but I certainly think he's put himself in that conversation, no question. Absolutely. All right, let's go to the offensive side of the ball now. Okay. And we've got somebody at practically every position. Well, we got two guys at wide receiver. Let's kind of start there. So we have first Isaiah Ford, who the Colts acquired right before training camp, or actually it might have been the day training camp started. So right at the beginning of training camp, Isaiah Ford was brought in, 
spent a little bit of time with the Chargers, not really much to go off of throughout his first couple years in the league. But Isaiah Ford, definitely in the first week, made a very good impression, had a couple of really great catches. And then Michael Young Jr., Alec Pierce's teammate at UC, the undrafted free agent, maybe with potentially the catch of the entire training camp so far with a spectacular one-handed faded uh, diving catch on the sidelines in the one-on-one drills when you and I were there was easily the best catch of the day when you and I were there for sure. It had the crowd going crazy. Uh, And Michael Young has made a couple of good plays here and there in the seven-on-sevens and in the individuals. Really haven't seen his name come up, though, in 11-on-11s or anything like that. Do you think there's a good chance that either one of these guys could crack out the back end of this roster? It is so hard to say right now because you literally have heard nothing about anybody outside of the top four. Like I feel like you very, very rarely heard about any of these guys. Some of these guys make a couple catches, but nobody's been consistently better than another player. Um, and so that's kind of just makes it tough right now. And again, I, I say this a lot, and sorry if it's a little redundant, but like preseason will tell a lot. It will tell a lot about who is actually going to, you know, take advantage uh, against somebody besides this Colts defense, you know? So I think Isaiah Ford is probably the more likely one right now, um, just because he has a little bit of experience in the league, but certainly these guys have not done nothing but help their case for potentially vying for a roster spot. Um, I wanted to talk about one more guy, speaking of spectacular catches that we didn't talk about, and that's Andrew Ogletree. We have to talk about him because, yeah. you know, he is right now potentially going to make the roster at that tight end four, and honestly has started the conversation, Derek, about should the Colts keep four tight ends? Yeah. We thought, oh, they'll probably just keep three, and Ogletree will be a practice squad guy. Not so. You know, he has been fantastic the last couple days of camp they had he's made some highlight one-handed catches i mean he's he's all a six five Derek. he's big he's a big guy the colts initially didn't draft him really to be much of a receiver but he's shown a little bit in terms of getting you know down the field and making some contested catches what's going on everyone just wanted to take a quick moment to talk with you about odds trader Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sport books to get the best deal possible. Odds Trader allows you to make bets on almost every major sport. Some of the cool features that I enjoy about Odds Trader is the handicapping options they provide. You get live play-by-play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking on everything that you're doing on the app player statistics, key game statistics. You even get projected game day weather reports as well. And another great thing about odds traders, you get bet tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities while you're on the site. I mean, how cool is that? If this is something that sounds like it intrigues you, make sure to go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, his skill set really has evolved very well. I mean, you you knew from the highlights, the few highlights that you were able to see that this guy definitely had flashes of talent to show that. And, you know, like you said, and especially this last week with the pads going back on, you know, has made some great plays. And that's the kind of thing that sticks out. And if you do it multiple times, then it's going to help you. Uh, prove your case and you're right it it is starting to make people question if the Colts end up keeping four tight ends on this roster I mean it the amount of different things the different looks you could give 
with these bunch of these different guys, definitely. And it's nice also to know you have four tight ends that you trust to go out there and make a play for you, whether that be blocking or receiving and not feeling like you have to stretch it. So it's great that, that Ogletree is basically making that kind of assertion on himself and is being able to make these plays and put him in that mix. Yep. Uh, okay. Let's go to the running backs. Uh, really? There's only been about two names, especially this last week that have really come to mind when you've seen the 11 on 11s and that's Philip Lindsay. But the other one that we're talking about is CJ Verdell out of the undrafted free agent out of Oregon. CJ really had a couple of good practices with Indy stepping in in those spotlights, had a couple of good runs, especially on, I think it was the first practice of the week for them, which was Tuesday. The full pads, yeah. Yeah, and he, he had a couple really good runs in um, place of a couple other guys. So, you know, we talked about it in the other video. This running back room is so full right now of guys looking to try to round out this last spot. So, I mean, what, what are the odds for CJ Verdell? I think they're pretty good, honestly. Um, and I think one thing I didn't talk about in the last video that I want to talk about here is, uh, you know, I always said, like, whenever the pads come on, we'll see a lot. And I think we start seeing the more physical runners, you know, to kind of take the dominance, kind of start taking control of those positions. And and I feel like that's kind of what we've seen. You know, Verdell has taken one of those. And I think Philip Lindsay as well. Um, you know, both those guys have, you know, I think a lot of potential in that and kind of they haven't completely, I don't think, because I think there still are a lot of talent like we've talked about in this room. Uh, but I think for right now, like they've started to kind of solidify themselves a little bit more is like these are the two guys worth watching right now in training camp. Um, now, obviously, that could be subject to change, like I said in the last video. But the pads, I think, revealed something about who are the real dogs in this running back room. And I think we've seen it so far, at least this week, uh, it's starting at least to look like Philip Lindsay and CJ Burdell, at least to start are those two guys. So I think the Colts potentially will keep four guys. We'll see exactly how that rounds out, but it, it feels like that's something they've done before, and it would make a lot of sense, especially considering, you know, you know, outside of Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines can play a little bit of both, right? He can play some wide receiver, and he can play some running back for you. So, you know, it'd be nice to have two other guys, a little bit of insurance, more of the vet and more of the undrafted rookie. Um, it'd be nice to kind of have that, that comp there, you know, but both guys offer different skill sets as well. Um, so all that to say, yeah, I think those two guys in particular have started to really kind of, you know, solidify themselves as more of the guys that I think if you're making me choose right now, Derek, I'm saying these two guys are your number three and number four. Absolutely. All right. Last guy that we can mention here, and that is Jason Spriggs, uh, the yes. former IU product that everybody remembers, uh, you know, there was, I think there was a time when Kelly was out of practice. I think it was Wednesday for a few snaps. Pinter went in at center and Spriggs got moved to right guard. So that was their backup plan at that moment in time. So it begs the question. And you and I talked about it right before training camp when they signed Spriggs and we're looking at this interior offensive line depth. We thought th the Colts have just gone bananas on the tackle depth, right? But we haven't really talked a lot about the interior offensive line depth. There's not a lot behind Pinter and Nelson right now. And it gives the, it begs the question, is Spriggs going to be able to find some way to make this roster? And based off of what happened this week at camp, 
Sprague's got a few reps with the one. So is that the possibility that's what's going to be the backup plan for them? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Spriggs is, like you said, he's had experience in this league. As much as we like Will Fries and we feel like he stepped in well last year, it is nice to have some vet experience in there. You know, it is nice to have a guy that has started some games in the NFL and has really, like, proven that he can be a competent offensive lineman. Um, so, no, I'm not surprised at all that the Colts chose to go a little bit more veteran route um, as opposed to a young player like Will Fries, who I still think will make the roster. But I think it starts a more interesting conversation of like, you know, maybe we thought like we were all f- kind of losing our minds when the Colts let Glow and Chris Reed go. But maybe the Colts had a contingency where they're like, look, we'll find a guy that we can plug in there that'll play good ball for us in a pinch, you know? And and it seems like so far, Spriggs is kind of being that vet guy that seems like Colts find a vet guy about every other offseason that can really step in and perform well for him. So, yeah, I mean, I, sh- I don't think I'm surprised by this at all. We talked about that right at the beginning of the camp. Like, could he play, right, some interior offensive linemen? And it seems like so far the Colts are, are giving him a shot. And, and it looks like he's yeah. held his own so far. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought Fries was going to be primarily that backup left guard, you know, because we saw yeah. him come in at times – at the left guard position when Nelson went down and then when uh, we had some other guys go down as well. So, you know, I thought that, you know, that right guard spot, if Pinter had to move in at center, you know, what was the Colts' backup plan for that? You were either going to go Will Fries, Jason Spriggs, or Brandon Kemp. And right now, Kemp doesn't have a lot of experience. And Will Fries, you would prefer to have at that left guard spot if you can help it because he's your best backup interior guard at this moment. And then Spriggs uh, could throw his name in there if he does enough. And it looks like the Colts have definitely found a way to utilize him. Hopefully he does end up cracking this roster because I always said it, he does have experience in the league and is a active guy with his feet. So that's exactly how the Colts like to use their guards. So makes yeah. And that was kind of a, a question we all had, right? You talked about it. Like, that was one of my like, okay, that would be kind of scary, you know, if something did happen to Kelly, because, you know, last year you felt fine about it because, you know, you had, okay, Danny Pencher will step in and it'll be fine, you know, or, you know, if whatever happens, you know, right guard, you don't have a question because you have two other quality guys there at right guard. Uh, and that's not so this year. You know, you have Danny Pinter starting at right guard, so your depth would, would be a little bit more tested. So if you can get uh, a Jason Spriggs in there and, and he can get used to that position and just be used to being that backup guy, that makes you sleep a lot better at night knowing that your offensive line depth is a little bit less in question. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, that's going to do it for this one, guys. Those are some of the players on the roster bubble that we think impressed us enough they might actually make this roster come when it's time to cut it down to 53. Let us know your thoughts. Is there any other people that you thought impressed you that you think is going to end up making this roster? Do you agree with the picks that we had? Do you not agree with some of them? Let us know your thoughts. Again, guys, thank you so much for the continued support. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.